You're listening to the show with Sam and Joe. This is episode 165 for October 26, 2017. This week, we talk about driving a U-Haul across the country, Animal Crossing Pocket Camp, the All-Stars 3 reveal, ear cleaning, and our Frankenstein body parts. So stick around for... The Show! One, two, three, clap. Oh, my God. <laughs> is that your spooky, spooky laugh? That's, because yeah, that was supposed to be like Halloween. I, is, is this our Halloween podcast? I guess it is. I guess like, it is. I didn't even know until we just did the clap mm-hmm. just now. It's like, so. oh, yeah, we're recording this on the 25th. It gets published yeah. tomorrow, the 26th, and Halloween's going to be long gone yeah. uh, next week when we record this. So happy Halloween, everyone, I guess. Happy Halloween. Yeah, cool. So you spooky. doing anything? Um, I'm dressing up as my taxes. Spooky. Uh, what? what does that <laughs> because, even mean? <laughs> like, as for as a Halloween costume, I'm dressing up as taxes. Do you, do you even make enough to do file taxes, ravioli? I do, actually. Just barely <laughs> enough. <laughs> Thanks, that federal government. Pretty, that is pretty spooky. Mm-hmm. Pretty spooky. spooky. I have to give your money away. But yeah, so uh, Joe, you're alive and well. Congratulations. You made the trip across the pond. You're officially in Europe or wherever you are now. Oh my God. Yeah. Hello, I am Amelie. Oh God. I just opened I up a can of France fucking worms, now. didn't I? <laughs> uh, so, Joe, tell us about your experience of like driving essentially across halfway the United States of America. It was the worst experience of my entire life. Let me tell you how I'm not surprised and I didn't want to like like put false like ideas into your brain before you went, but I knew it was going to be exhausting. No, no, well, it wasn't because of the drive. Oh, okay. Everything that could have gone wrong the day I was supposed to move went wrong. Oh, no. Are you ready? Are you seated? I am Ravioli. seated. L- I... Listeners, <laughs> take a seat. Start your engines. I'm ready for this. So I woke up the morning I was supposed to move to D.C., woke up at 6 a.m., shot out of bed, said, let's do this. Boom, ready to go. I have had a minivan. All I needed was a minivan. I can fit all of the things I own in life inside one minivan. Mm -hmm. I've had it booked for like at least a month, if not over. I've had it like reserved for me. Yeah. Took an Uber to the place in downtown Chicago where I was picking it up at. I get there and they say... Um, okay, just give us your credit card. And I was like, okay, here. And they were like, we can't actually take debit. It has to be a credit card. And I was like, okay, I think I have one. I found it, gave it to them. It had expired like last month. Oh, no. They said, we can't rent you the minivan. What? They said. Who doesn't take debit? I know. Well, I think it has to do with the fact that I was picking it up in Chicago and leaving it in D.C. Okay. Like since it was an out-of-state thing. Because I've had, like, I talked to my friend Elizabeth later. She had rented a car using her debit card. Mm-hmm. I talked to a couple other friends. They had both used their debit cards. Like, I thought this was all sorted out, like, way ahead of time. Yeah, I did and not I was see like, that coming. I was panicking and I was like, can I just like give you a credit card number? Like I can call my dad. He can give you his. And they were like, no, we have to swipe it. And I was like, why? I was like, that's not how credit cards work. Oh, my God. <laughs> like you can you can type in that. I see a keypad in front of you. Yeah, type you it in. Type in the fucking number. <laughs> and he was like, there's nothing I can do. You can try across the hall like that rental car place sometimes takes debit. And I was like, OK. So I walk across the hall. They said, when you want our car? And I said, today, right now, they said, we don't have it. Oh, my God. I called two other places. One promised me a car. I took like a $40 Uber drive to it only to get there, almost there. And then they called me and then I called them to like make sure they would have it ready. They didn't have any. 
either. What? So I'm freaking out. I'm on the phone with my dad and he's like, okay, I know this isn't ideal, but U-Haul will take your debit card. Oh my God. Yeah. I had to rent a 10 foot U-Haul truck. (laughs) I didn't even fill it. I didn't even fill it. A fourth full of my stuff. Oh my God. You know, just rattling around in there. And I was like, I haven't driven in over a year. And the first time I drive is going to be a 10-foot U-Haul truck. There's no even rearview mirror because the truck's there, you know? You're literally driving a tank. Literally was driving a tank. And it was terrifying. But, like, I drove it back to my um, apartment. I parked it in the alley. And um, then the garbage truck apparently it was garbage day and they couldn't get through the alley. And so they were like honking and the maintenance man is calling me to move it. And I'm like freaking out because I'm moving all of my stuff by myself. I would have oh just, I would have started crying. I would have not. I like, I legit almost threw up. Like I was oh like, this God. is this is the worst day awful. of my life. <laughs> worst day. I was like, I went into when I when I was told I couldn't get the minivan, I went into full panic mode. Yeah. I like, was what like, what the fuck else do you do? Right. I was like, I have to be 700 miles away by tomorrow. Yeah. And I have to be out of my apartment by today. Like, this is my move out date. Oh, my God. It was the scariest fucking thing. But like, thank God for, you know, parents who mm-hmm. will always put up with your frantic phone calls. Your and frantic help you out bu- for bullshit. Miles away. It's not even your bullshit. Yeah. It's shit that you couldn't no. even see coming. I had it just completely blindsided me. Like, you know me. I over prepare for everything. Yeah, you over prepare for this very reason to avoid shit like this. Exactly. I need, we've talked about it all the time. I'm a control freak, and this is how I stay in control is planning. Mm -hmm. And oh my God, it just threw it out the window. Once I got on the highway, it was fine. But driving that U-Haul through Chicago was I can't a imagine driving it through a city. I can't imagine driving a U-Haul through a city. I get anxious driving an actual, just a regular car through a yeah. big city. I can't imagine navigating through a city in a giant fucking truck. Like, what? It was horrible. And I, <sighs> by the time I, like, after I got in it, I had packed and cleaned. I had to clean my whole apartment after I packed. And then I was like, well, now I have to drive for eight hours. <laughs> Yeah, like I'm in a really great state exhausted. to drive for th- for eight hours right yeah. now. But luckily it was through like Indiana and Ohio, which are like the boringest states in mm. America. Sorry if you live there. If you live there, you probably agree. There were like anti-abortion signs everywhere. Ooh, that's I had fun. to pay like like together. It was like $40 in tolls to drive through both states. And that's, they were just... Like, tolls are a very odd concept to me because we don't have very mm-hmm. many like highway tolls in like the Pacific Northwest. They don't exist in the South either. It's like a a Northwest or a Northeast and then like a Northeast Midwest thing. Interesting. And and this is like you're on a highway, right? You have to t- yeah. go through a toll on a highway. Because like you, I, I understand like, going get a through like a, like a bridge toll when you're entering the city, like you're trying to cross mm-hmm. a bridge that's like, you know, or whatever. But it, the concept of driving on the highway... And then, like, having to stop at a fucking toll booth is very foreign to me. But it's, like, it's all over in, like, Massachusetts and New Jersey. I remember, like, my friend was driving yeah. me around. And it's, like... The Pennsylvania Turnpike. Yeah, the Pennsylvania Turnpike. It's just, like, just nickel and dime you all the goddamn time. It's, like, shit, girl. I'm not used to this. It's really weird. It's a weird concept to me. Especially because the Pennsylvania Turnpike... 
I've driven it all the way before because um, when I lived in Philly, I went to visit friends in Ohio and like it is shitty. Mm-hmm. Like it's the most expensive one and it's the shittiest one. Ugh. Like it's super curvy. There's like always construction. So, but I didn't have to drive on that till the second day. And by then I was a little used to mm-hmm. the U-Haul. A little better. But uh, we got here. I got here Saturday. I We unpacked all my stuff on Sunday. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm moved in. You're here, bitch. I'm here in D.C. You'll probably see me. You know, I went to the uh, high he- the D.C. drag queen high heel race I last night. I saw pictures of that. I follow some, like, um, gay bloggers and gay news sites. And there were people mm. reporting on that. And I was like, isn't that the thing that Joe told me he was going to? It was cool. It was, in, it was, um, I mean, it was really cool. I'm not sure like what the purpose of it is. I think it's just like an annual thing. I don't mm-hmm. know if it supports anything, but it was cool. We met up with some of my boyfriend's friends beforehand and we had pizza on like their rooftop deck. Ooh, I was fancy. like, honey, I'm living the DC gay life Shit, right here. DCA1 um, or whatever. DCA1. Oh my God. That's it's the you new now. name. It's the new you. Drop the K, add a, add a C. It's you. Oh, man. Well, that was my experience moving. It. I will never move alone again, like solo. I can't imagine. Well, it just like I, how much extra did it cost you renting that giant ass fucking U-Haul? So the minivan was only like 200 and something. The okay. U-Haul was like 500 and oh something. Oh my God. I was like, but at that point I was like, I don't have a choice. I right. actually don't like, have, I have a choice. I have to do this. Like I have nowhere else to stay. I have to go. <laughs> like, yeah. Bye. And uh, the gas for it was so expensive. I can't imagine. Did it take gas or was it like diesel? Just regular gas. Okay, I asked at least before I left because I was like, yeah, I was like, what the fuck do I, I put in know, this thing? I don't know do how I to feed the beast. Yeah, I don't know how to feed this. Exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. But it's over. And uh, I've been very settled in. I got my workstation set up and I'm good to go. You're here. You're queer. You're moved in with your partner. Congratulations. Thank you. I have a question. Uh, Sure. Yeah. By all means, please. So do you find it exhausting yes. living in a place <laughs> where there's more than one room? Um, no, because I I haven't lived in a studio apartment in my entire life. I've never lived in a, in a studio apartment, so I'm only used to places with rooms. Mm, okay. But you have been living in studio apartments, so now you live in a place with more than one room, so I'm assuming you're exhausted from, like, moving to place to Honey, place. Honey, by the time... I get across this place if I haven't forgotten what I'm looking for in the first place. <laughs> and then I'm hungry. I'm ready for a snack. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Yeah, it's like it's like there's a Life's separate hard, room you know? to eat in. There's a separate yeah. room to sleep in. Like, I'm used to my bed being in one corner, my trough being in another corner, my washing bucket in another corner. Your washing bucket. <laughs> <laughs> Your cows in another corner, your pigs in another exactly. corner. I'm used to that, you know? But oh no, God. this place is really nice. I'm I'm excited to be here. Oh my God. So um I just imagine you going up to uh I, I guess we can say his name, to Justin's doorstep, to your your new uh, apartment's doorstep and opening the door and Justin's there and I just I just imagine you with mascara crying and it's going down your face <laughs> and it's sort of like drenched because of like sweat. And your oh hair is all God. over the place, and you're like, "I made it. I'm yours now, Justin." I was, I was definitely frazzled, but he actually had one of his friends here too to help me. 
So Aww. like the three of us moved me in. I was like, that's so nice. The and old frazzle dazzle. Did you see the cookie cake? I did. Uh... He made a cookie cake for me. He got some flowers and some a cookie cake and he wrote on it, uh, a welcome home in icing. And I was like, oh, that's sweet. Well, I can tell he didn't get an art degree, but it's the thought that counts, <laughs> right? Yeah, it was It was, <laughs> it was really, really cute. To be fair, I tried to squeeze out some of the frosting later. And I couldn't even get it out of the thing. Was it shit I was frosting? trying to, yeah. Once he left to go to work, I like tried to like I lied down, laid down on the floor, and tried to like squeeze it in my mouth. <laughs> God, <laughs> I was like, I'm tired. I just, I just, just, just to know that he just let like a 14 year old move in with him. I don't. I don't know. I, I don't, don't know. know. I don't know. I don't think he knows what he signed up for. He is. Um, he. I don't think he was here when I first. I streamed like the day after. I moved in. And mm-hmm. He'll be here next time I live stream. So, Ooh. yeah. Oh my god, are oh. you gonna like have him on your live stream? Or are you gonna like separate the two? If he wants to, I mean, I, he may pass through. It's my desk is in our bedroom, so. Mm-hmm. But this isn't gonna be like, oh up? my god, like let me make a video with my boyfriend, and we're gonna start like no. a collab channel. To- <laughs> it's like no, I mean, this I, is you 100% are hundred percent no. You're a gay person in a couple, so a lot of people on the internet assume that your coupleingness is going to be your new job, which is something no. that I mean, people need to disassociate. If I were broke ass, if I were a broke <laughs> if ass, I bitch, really needed the money. I would, I would you know, obviously I would film a video of us making out. Yeah, but exactly. I'm not in I'm not desperate and sad. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. no shade, of course. No so. shade, but like fuck every other YouTube couple channel. <laughs> like I'm I'm sorry, I'm just well off and better oh. than you in every way. <laughs> God. Top ten not well off. Top ten not well off. Top ten people who wish I had who I didn't have the soul so I could exploit myself sorry like that, i have though. dignity y'all like, oh no I, you I'm got your dignity from hillary duff from that album Honey, the japanese deluxe edition and never forget it never forget it well How i'm are you so doing? happy that you made it i'm actually thank you i'm doing pretty well because i didn't know i was deaf before and i got my ears cleaned out and now i can mm. hear the angels sing honey I voted no in your Twitter poll, by the way. My roommate voted no twice. So (laughs) (laughs) I I was I was upset when the vote swayed. Yes. I mean, you know, it's like it's like the U.S. election all over again. You know, it is. Just blame the Russians. Tell the viewers about your Twitter poll, please. Um, So I had a Twitter poll. um, So essentially, if y'all don't know, I produce way too much earwax in my ear. TMI, but like, whatever. We talk about buttholes on this podcast. You can deal with earwax. Like, you know, get your shit together. So my body produces too much earwax. Um, and my ears get kind of clogged every couple years or so. What usually happens is like I don't really notice anything because it's such a gradual process of them like slowly accumulating wax in my ears. And then I'm usually like in the hot tub or in the shower or something and water gets in one of the ears and then it can't get out. So it gets waterlogged. And that feeling to me, it makes me dizzy. It makes me irritable because I think it's so annoying. So then I'm just like, I have to go to urgent care and have them wash my ears out. I'm over it. So this happened the other um, this last weekend. I was visiting my parents. I was doing some work for my mother and um, I got some water in my ears and I was like, mom, it's time. And she's like, "Okay, I'm just taking you to urgent care. And so they flushed out my ears and I uh, I knew it was going to be gross because I think I've gone to this nurse's clinic or urgent care or whatever and given twenty five dollars, make them shamefully wash my ears out. I've done it probably three times in the past or the past few years of my life. And so I was like, oh, I should let I, I should ask my 
my 10 followers on Twitter if they want to see what comes out of my ear. At this point, I didn't know what was coming out of my ear. I knew it would probably be gross, um, but I didn't I didn't realize how gross it was until it actually happened. And so Twitter voted yes on my poll. The the um, the votes tallied up and yes had more votes than the no. So I was like, OK, I got to take a picture of whatever comes out of my ears. And to describe it to you um, without showing you the picture, um, I'll use a couple of my friends um, words and say that it looks like the inside of a Tootsie Pop. Oh, <laughs> my mom said it looked like um, a piece of of wrapped candy, like those little like like what do you think of a piece of candy? And it's like wrapped on both sides. It kind of looks like a bow tie. Kind of looks like yeah. that. Um, someone said that um, I was harboring a xenomorph and I gave birth to it. Um, it was uh, when it came out of my ear. I didn't realize how deaf I was before then until it came out. And I was like, wow, everything's so crisp and loud. So apparently I've probably been yelling at everyone the past two years because I didn't realize how deaf I was. But now I can hear the angels sing. So, uh, yeah, my ears are great now. I can hear your beautiful voice. You are a catch, Sam Ravioli. Honestly, you I don't are. know how I'm still single. I post pictures of my earwax balls on Wait, Twitter. You know. tweeted it? I didn't see the actual like product. You didn't see the picture? Oh, no, honey. Are you? Do you want to I'm see sorry it? I'm sorry I wasn't checking. I'm going to your... Oh, my God. There it is. There it went, is. Ah! Isn't that disgusting? But look what, look, look like what the candy. nurse is holding. It's an illuminated ear pick, which you gave me. Oh, yeah. Maybe you should fucking use it. Well, the thing is, I can't see. I, I like I don't I don't know you anyone. You need a variety of mirrors. I, I, oh, my God. Like a whole house of mirrors to have me How be able to so look big? inside my ear. You should give that out for Halloween. Put sh- it in a candy bucket. What I should have done it out. is I should have made it like uh, I should have raffled it off to a patron. Ugh. Does it smell? Did it smell? I, I No, it didn't. We threw it out okay. immediately, though. It's sure, not with me. I would it, honestly, it looks like a piece of my brain. I do feel a little more clear headed. It was probably like half of a lobotomy. So <laughs> yeah, It looks like it. It looks like it. I've, I don't think I've ever gotten my ears like professionally cleaned. I would be interested to. Well, it, it's, it doesn't hurt or anything because how they mm-hmm. oh, sorry. I'm, I'm so gassy. You are a catch, Sam uh, Ravioli. I honestly, honestly, it is <laughs> Both of us a just... fucking miracle <laughs> that you have someone and I don't. <laughs> oh, what a universe oh, we live in. Oh, Lord. Oh, God. God works in mysterious <laughs> and cruel ways. Let me tell you what. Um, so basically what they do is it's it, they irrigate your ear. It's essentially this squirt bottle um, that they fill with like water and hydrogen peroxide. The hydrogen peroxide helps um, kind of it's like it's like fizzy. It helps kind of uh, unclog Ooh. your ears and it's like shooting fucking soda water in your ear. And so they irrigate your ears with with, you know, medium pressure. It's kind of uncomfortable, but it doesn't hurt by any means. But once your ears are cleaned out, you feel like a million bucks. Let me tell you. Um, but yeah, so if you are curious um, which I, I, whatever, I'm one of those people that watch like pimple popping videos on YouTube. So like, I don't know, I'll, the, use your own discretion. Twitter.com slash bitcrunch. Scroll down a little bit. And the tweet is not safe for work. This was in my fucking ear in all caps. And you'll know when you see it. If you yeah, really want to take a look. Yeah, it's hard to miss. It is uh-huh. really hard to miss. So yeah, um, I, I, I. I just realized after that happened that everything is very loud and everything is like it's like it it was weird because having all that shit in my ears made everything sound really dull. And because it happens over a time over over like two years or so, it's not like a it's a very gradual process. So it's not something I noticed. But once it's out, it's like everything's so crisp. It's crazy. So you moved to D.C. I gave birth to a xenomorph. Um, Things have been good. 
things, lots of things have been happening in our lives. It's crazy. You moved my ears. Um, Nintendo announced Animal Crossing pocket fuckers. Uh, Pocket cramps. Pocket cramps. (laughs) Pocket crabs. I love pocket crabs. I just, I don't know why, but I keep reading it. Animal Crossing pocket cramps. I can't read anything else. It's going to stress me out. If I play this, it's going to stress me out. So it's probably going to get me cramps. So what do you think about it? I hate it. I feel like, I mean, I wasn't expecting a full-fledged Animal Crossing for mobile. Yeah. I wasn't expecting it at all. Um, And this isn't a full, it's it's not full-fledged, whatever. There's microtransactions, which I'm like, duh, of course there are. Um, it, it looks really cute. It's just that I feel like I've outgrown this sort of game. I played a game very similar to this on mobile a long time ago called Happy Street. And it was very oh, similar yeah, to this. Happy Street. Yeah. Throwback to Happy Street. It was very similar to this in, in which it was on a real time clock and like you could harvest things. But then you had to wait like multiple real world hours in order to go back and reharvest them. And you could use real world money to like speed up processes like constructing buildings and stuff like that's where the microtransactions come in. Um, I think it looks really cute. I think the concept is interesting, but I'm just like not I'm just kind of I just want a real full fledged Animal Crossing game for Switch. That's kind of what I'm wanting right now. Like I don't I don't care about the BS microtransactions. I don't want this on my phone. I just want like a real Animal Crossing game that I pay $60 for and have no microtransactions. Like that's kind of what I'm. Yeah. See, I, I just predict I'll get it, which apparently it was released in Australia already. Yes, you can like pick up the APK for Android and install yeah. it manually and stuff. I don't know. I don't care enough to do that. So I don't like, want to eh. do that. Well, I don't want to do that because I'm like, well, will I lose all my progress when it finally comes out? Yeah, like, for real? exactly. So I don't want to try it until it's supposed to come out next month. So that's not too long of a wait. Yeah, I can wait, um, right? I predict I'll have it for like a week. I'll enjoy it. And then I will forget about it because I just don't do I don't do mobile games like that. Like I pick, yeah. I would pick up my switch to play that game, but I don't want to. I don't know. I don't want to keep picking up my phone to play that game. Yeah. It's just it's like a there's so many different versions of that game out there already. Exactly. Like, this isn't a new concept. It's, this is just like an official version with Animal Crossing characters. Yeah. So which it's makes like, it. Makes it like like some of the sound effects you hear in the video and stuff. I was like, holy shit, that yeah. like brings you right back. Like the quality but, is there. It's like that Nintendo yeah, quality. Yeah. It's like it looks really polished, but the concept is not new. And I think no. that that's the thing that's getting me too. it's like I played Happy Street three years ago. Like, and I got over it. Like, if this was out three years ago when Happy Street was a thing, then I would have played this instead. But I went through my my phase of, like, Animal Crossing-esque games on mobile without Animal Crossing on mobile because it wasn't out. And so now I'm just kind of done with it. So it's kind of, like, too little too late for me. I know I bet a bunch of people are going to enjoy this, but for me it's like, ah, I'm just not well, into this sort of thing on mobile right now. It also made me think about what I want in the next like full-fledged console Animal Crossing game. And it made me want a lot more features. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, because I was like, if this game were on Switch, I'd probably be pretty disappointed with it. Oh, I'd be super disappointed. This is like, this is like a half-assed Animal Crossing game. But it's got a lot of the same features, but it's not like as open, you know, it's not like a world. Yeah, exactly. Go from this screen to this screen. It's a mobile version of a game, which is very kind of slimmed down. Even if like New Leaf, even if New Leaf were like reskinned and like put on Switch, I don't still don't think I would be happy with it. Like yeah. I at this point, I think they need to take it like some sort of step far. And I don't really know how. Mm-hmm. Definitely a new location, but also like 
I don't know, something else, something bigger and yeah. more shit because I don't know if I could play New Leaf again. Honestly. Right, exactly. I got tired of New Leaf pretty quick, um, but I, I think it was just because that I had a bunch of other games I was playing, so I kind of forgot about it. And then my 3DS broke and then a bunch of other shit happened. But oh. I enjoyed New Leaf when I was there, but I, I agree with you where I feel like that the next Animal Crossing has to be a big improvement. Not that New Leaf was bad, but I'm expecting a lot more from an Animal Crossing game. A, because it's been so long, and B, because there's so much potential. And the thing that I kind of feel like with this Animal Crossing mobile game is that I'm kind of like, oh, I wish they would have taken the time that they were making this kind of half-assed mobile game that's only going to get probably mild reception over a short amount of time. I wish they would have taken all those people and developers and man hours and just shifted it towards a really good Switch version of Animal Crossing. So, but Well, I yeah. I don't even know if they actually developed this. Well, that, you know, yeah, like, that's what I don't know. I don't I know have who. No I, idea. They prob- maybe they shipped it off like, then, like a Niantic situation where they put it in someone else's hands than had them develop it. But I'm just like, I I don't know. I I hope that this mobile version of Animal Crossing doesn't hinder any sort of development for Switch. Well, I hope it shows them that there's still interest. Because I I loved New Leaf. Like for years, it was the first thing I did every morning was Mm -hmm. pick it up, say hi to Bob, make sure Bob was happy. And now you have a real life Bob. And then move on. That's true. I have a real life Bob. Um, Yeah, I I don't know. It's... It's not something... Oh, and didn't they say... Didn't Nintendo say that they haven't even started on the next, like, console Animal Crossing game? I I didn't read that, but I wouldn't doubt it. I feel like that was... That had been said, Mm -hmm. like, a couple months ago or a few months ago. So, like, don't quote me on it, Mm -hmm. but I think I heard it or read part of a headline about it. Yeah. You know? Maybe. Well, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised because, like... Consoles have have a lifespan, and when you're developing first party titles for a console, you don't want to, you know, it's it's bad business essentially to release everything in one go, and then the console just dies off after three years instead of right. you know just like slowly releasing really good um, first party titles over the console's lifespan to keep it going. Um, so it w- I wouldn't be surprised if Animal Crossing for Switch is is more of a later down the line console game in like a couple years. I mean, I w- I want it asap, but I I understand from a business standpoint, that's probably what they're doing. Um, but I don't know. I'm I'm excited. I'm excited for this mobile game because I feel like a lot of people who haven't played Animal Crossing or like younger people would pick it up and fall in love with it like I did during the GameCube game days. But I, it's not one of these games that I feel like I'm going to be obsessed with because I feel like I've kind of outgrown this sort of microtransaction mobile game sort of situation. Yeah, I, it's I like, think I, they'll make a lot of money about it. it. Yeah, I, I feel like they're going to make a lot of money and I'm not, I'm definitely like not mad about this Animal Crossing game. I think it looks cute. I just don't think it's for me. I'm mad. I'm just so angry. I'm going to send, send Nintendo some hate mail or whatever. Ugh. I think Nintendo has problems um, giving people what we actually want, to right. be honest. Like we didn't ask for an Animal Crossing mobile game. We've been asking for an Animal Crossing console game for years. We've been asking like, for like a reboot of P- P- Paper Mario the Thousand Year Door and they gave us like four Paper Mario games that the Paper Mario community didn't like. We've been asking for a Princess Daisy standalone game. I wouldn't use the term we've been asking. Everybody. But you I know, feel like I got contacted. Asking. I got contacted by this like Princess Daisy support group. What? 
I, they asked me to sign this like petition to send a Nintendo, which, okay, that's great that you're like banding oh, together. Oh, but those honey. petitions don't do anything. Yeah, let me like, just. It was like a change.org. Yeah, yeah, petition. I was just going to say, is this a change.org for Daisy? And I was like, I don't think this is that's the place to do that. Mm, but, girl. you know, regardless, it shows that the Daisy community is strong, honey. It's strong. We're out there, okay? <laughs> My God. We're I, out there. I can't believe Open that. your eyes, honey. Open your eyes. Eyes wide shut, bitch. Eyes wide shut. Is that a movie or something? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what I quote anymore. I'm problematic. So Animal Did Crossing, blah, 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 whatever. Well, are we Speaking going? of problematic. Oh, okay. Yeah. Chelsea Handler is her Netflix uh, talk show is ending after two seasons. Good riddance. She released a statement about it. Her Apparently, her partnership with Netflix is continuing, but she's working with them on a documentary. It sounded like Chelsea does. Was that called Chelsea Does? I think so, yeah. I think so. It sounded like Chelsea Does Part 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, she says, working together on a documentary, engage with people I don't talk with enough, people of different ethnicities, religions, political f- philosophies. Um, so, it's like I think she phrased it as, you know... She's deciding not to continue with the show. Yeah. I don't know if that's the case. I am like, I am HO. We, but we've talked about the show before. Yeah, we did when it first premiered. We haven't talked about it since because neither Joe and I continued watching it. No, I saw the first like week or two and it was so bad. I couldn't even watch it despite how much I love Chelsea Handler. It like just, it like, never found its groove. Yeah, it never did. It always felt awkward. It w- it always felt like it's like, I don't know, there's something like the aesthetic of having. Yeah, the aesthetic of having something like like not prim and proper, like not clean cut and just kind of like jumbly. Like I understand like having it look rustic or whatever. But <clears throat> I was I'm inhaling like a fucking fly. But um, it just it was just jumbled. It was just like there was never any organization. It I never knew what was happening. It was just like hard to keep up with. And it just it didn't it didn't sit well with me. I just I didn't like the form that they were doing everything. And it, it felt like half-assed kind of in not I'm a good still, way i don't think chelsea handler has found her groove and so i i i appreciate her twitter in a lot of ways i appreciate that she calls out all these politicians and she sort of brings it to an audience that would that's probably not following those politicians yeah but i don't think like she quit her e talk show allegedly because she wanted to do something smarter and something yes. that would reach more people and it seemed like that kind of didn't work Or at Mm -hmm. least she didn't really, maybe it was a first effort, you know, maybe she's just getting started. Yeah. But I I still, and now she's leaving this one because she says she wants to affect people differently. And she says in this statement, my goal is to be better informed, raise my voice, participate, participate in a more meaningful way. And I'm like, I thought that's what you were trying to do with this show. Yeah. And so it's like, what are you, I don't understand what the next step is. I don't. I yeah. feel like she hasn't found her groove or the groove that she wants to fit into. I feel like that she's been trying to be smarter on her television shows. I see like um, I've the only times that I see the Chelsea show on Netflix is in YouTube clips of interviews that go around and she interviews like Black Lives Matter people and um, like trans people, like all these people that like, like politicians need, and like that need to raise their voice and stuff. But the thing is, is like I feel like she's trying to be smarter, but no one's listening because no one's fucking watching her show because it's a mess. So that too. And I feel like in the few interviews I've watched, I didn't feel like she was being, a, I think she's a good interviewer. Like mm-hmm. 
But I just didn't feel like it was something wasn't connecting. Something, like how serious it was, does she want us to take her? Yeah, like I don't under I. It's confusing to me. Mm-hmm. It's confusing. I agree with probably all of her political beliefs already. So maybe I'm not the audience she's trying to reach in the first place. Yeah, that's but also that. I'm also just like confused about mm-hmm. her mixture of of what she's trying to mix of what I'm supposed to take seriously and what I'm not supposed to take seriously. What I remember was before the Netflix TV show, her Netflix talk show was Chelsea does or whatever, which was her like mini documentary series, which she says the people are assuming that she's going to do more of that. I really, really enjoyed the documentary stuff. I feel like that stuff fit oh, really yeah. well. It was more long form content. There was a lot more time to think about things, whether, you know, instead of just like one talk show where you just kind of like, you know, flow through a bunch of topics like she could really dive into issues, which I feel like is something that she she probably I'm assuming that that's what she means, where she kind of wants something more to chew on. I feel like that documentary style thing is is way better. And I enjoyed her on there and I enjoyed the topics and I enjoyed and really enjoyed what she had to say. So I'm hoping that she does more long form documentary style content because that resonated with me a lot lot more because I actually watched it um, because I felt like it was interesting and it was like a it was a flow that I could definitely go with um, compared to her Netflix show, which I just like, I don't know. It's something about the flow, something about the groove. It's hard to really describe unless you've watched it. It just feels off. Which Uh, maybe has changed in the past two years. Well, the thing is, is like who's like if you lose people right off the bat, like me, yeah, they don't come back. Then I don't come back to see if it's changed or not. And so it's like I just have, I don't know if it just leaves a bad taste. In I my feel mouth. like more people would be talking about it if it like suddenly turned into a good show, and mm-hmm. I like didn't hear anyone talking about it. It just sucks. Also, I, I agree love her with the so documentary. Much. I feel like we talked a lot of, about it a lot when mm-hmm. the Chelsea Does stuff came out, but I also feel like she only scratched the surface in those things. Like yeah, in some, totally. in some of them, she would go to these different parts of the country and then be like, whoa, I didn't think people lived like this. And it was like, well, like open your eyes a little bit. Yeah. Like (laughs) some of us grew up like with this. And I, I, at some points I wanted to be like, maybe you should have been a little more informed before you did this. Yeah. Like maybe you should have read up on a couple of these things before you went to the locations. Time to get woke, bitch. So I'm hoping like I have, I have good expectations for, any future project she does, because I feel like she's at least getting closer to what she allegedly wants to do, what yeah, she keeps I, saying she wants to do. I feel like this is a period where she kind of has to fumble a little bit before she kind of strikes gold again like she did with Chelsea lately. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree. And I but I think she's getting there. I think yeah. she'll get there. I definitely haven't lost faith in, in Chelsea Handler at all. I really no, enjoy I her. her. She's a great author. She's a great tweeter. She's a great mind. She's a great comedian. It's just that I feel like she's fumbling right now and and I'll be there for her when she strikes gold again. It's just I'm just oh, waiting. Well, I'm sure she appreciates that. Sam. I'm sure she really cares about what I have to say, right? <laughs> Oh, I'm Lord. sure she, you know, is is waiting for you. Someone to lean on. Sam Ravioli, everybody. Me? What? Sam Ravioli, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Lord have mercy. Um, well, I had one thing I wanted to talk about with K-pop. Uh, there was like the K-pop World Summit that happened in Korea where like a bunch of like K-pop dance groups come together from all around like the country or something. And mm-hmm. um, I watched a couple of clips of it. 
and um the the group from the US I think they're called Ivy um it was it's these four like really talented black girls and they danced to Boombaya by Blackpink and oh, they yeah? fucking slayed I wish I like had the video up right now but if you look up like K-pop World Championship I don't know it's something called like that if you look it up on YouTube it's on YouTube but like if you are a sucker for K-pop dancing like girl they like did justice to Boombaya by Blackpink um, and they're from the US and they're like amazing. It's just like four group of black girls. It's so cool. Um, but other than that, that's all I had really for K-pop. I don't know. Well, if you're not a K-pop idol, then I don't care about you. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. If you're not on one of my music shows in Korea, you know, I just can't. But, you know, I'll give it a go. Give I'll it a watch go. it. I don't know. Yeah, I'll no. give it a go. I'm just like, know? oh, God, I'm just a sucker for, like, really good dancers and, like, K-pop cover yeah. dances. I don't know. It's, like, a whole yeah. different area of K-pop because it's not, like, the idols like you were talking about. Right. But regardless. Anyways, should we move on to our favorite things? I think we should because I have lots to talk about. Sure. These are a few of our favorite things. So, Joe, you told me you had two favorite things this week. I do indeed. I so, do indeed. please divulge. The first is a Netflix movie. It's like one of those Netflix original movies. It's called The Babysitter. Okay. It was just released like in the past week, I think. It's a horror movie for Halloween. It's a self-aware horror movie like it's made more to be kind of like a cliche funny thing Mm -hmm. so this kid is a babysitter but she's in a satanic cult and so when he goes to bed she brings over her group of friends and they're trying to do this satanic ritual but he sees it happen and now they're trying to kill the kid so that's the gist of it it's like quirky and funny and it's got all of these like horror movie stereotypes in it the production is amazing just like most netflix original movies the acting is great i didn't really know any of the actors except i will say this bella thorne is in it and y'all know i'm not a fan i'm not a fan but she's actually pretty darn good in it Uh, she plays she plays a bratty cheerleader and i'm like eh so yeah. does she, is she acting? I'm not sure. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm, you is know, it really acting if that's why you probably are in real life? Sure, sure. So, uh, I don't know. she she was someone I recognized in it. Oh, and um, the guy who plays Freddy uh, for or Fred in Scooby Doo the Young series, not Freddy Prince Jr., mm. but like, oh, I forgot what his name is, but he is ripped and he is shirtless pretty much the entire movie so daddy yeah recommend it for that aspect and then also just a good halloween movie a classic in my opinion a new classic is it Uh, robbie amel robbie amel amel robbie amel oh Um, he's hot holy shit yeah yeah, he's he's, married oops bye (laughs) married to a woman Ugh. oh straight people what robbie it's just a phase robbie uh, my second favorite thing mm-hmm. is I got this cheapo $10 ring light on uh, Amazon. Uh, someone's Just a like, fucking beauty guru now. Uh, well, it's a clip on one. Like it clips onto your phone or I'm oh. using it for uh, like I wanted it. I needed a new light in this corner for when I record videos because I'm sort of set up in a dark corner right now. Mm-hmm. And uh, it works amazingly. I look so fabulous. It's like the perfect color temperature. It charges via like micro USB or some outdated shit. Mm -hmm. But it comes with a cord, so it's whatever. Um, Yeah, it's great. I didn't anticipate like clipping it on my phone at first. Well, how big is it? 
Oh, it's um, it up. it's like the size of a drink coaster. Okay, okay, gotcha. And like the whole thing is the clip too. Like you, you clip the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did a Instagram story of it today. Ooh. So you know, I know you'll never see that. I'll never see it. It's it's like super convenient. I clipped it onto the top of my monitor to use my webcam today, and uh, it made me excited to record later. Oh my god! You know? super so excited. Where did you say you got it? I got it on Amazon. So if you type in like ring light on Amazon, you'll Mm -hmm. get like 30 different versions of it. I'm pretty sure because they're all from China and they're all just rebranded different. Directly from AliExpress. Yeah. Um, But it's one of the top results. It's like Amazon Prime. It's like $11 or so. Mm -hmm. Best purchase I've made in a while from China. Okay. Interesting. Oh my Good god. Purchase. So if you want to look flawless in your selfies, recommend it. That is actually a really good tip. Yeah, it's really cute. It's a really cute thing. Well, good favorite um, things. Yes, yeah. Those are my favorite things. How about you, Ravioli? Well, I mean, we haven't talked about it yet in the podcast, so I made it my favorite thing. It is the reveal of All Stars <gasps> 3. Uh-huh. And um just so basically they aired an episode it's like episode zero zero or whatever it's not like in the season it's kind of like a special where they introduced um the nine well there's 10 queens but they didn't introduce one they introduced nine queens from all stars three which will be airing this winter and it's kind of like a mini documentary series of like what have they been up to since you know they were on their season and they were you know in their natural habitat or whatever i thought it was really cute i thought it was really fun um and we obviously got to confirm and see the queens for all stars three so i knew that you you were fucking on your little adventure across the goddamn country during this moment. And so I was curious sure. if you even saw um, who was announced. And so I'm, and this is my question. Have you, do you know who's announced? I saw who was announced, but I didn't watch the episode zero zero. So here's what we're going to do. I'm going to send sure. Joe a link to um, a picture of all nine of the queens that were announced with their um, promo pictures and their names. And we're going to get just, I'm going to have Joe read them for filth. Um, and we're gonna, uh, make stupid predictions about who we want to win for All-Stars 3. Mostly this is for Joe because a lot of these Joe has no idea because he only watched All-Stars 2 and season 8 and 9, right? Uh, yeah, I've seen three seasons or mm-hmm. two, three seasons. Yeah, three seasons. And there's some of these seasons are from, or some of these queens are from season 8. Um, there's one from yeah. season 9, um, but the others, you probably have no idea who they are. So I'm sending you the link now. You can click All it right. and expand it. It's in Telegram. Got um, it. And we're going to start from the upper left. This is Chi-Chi Devane. So I uh, know a lot of these girls, actually. Oh, oh well, good. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm, I'm happy for yeah. you. So Chi-Chi um, Devane's from season eight, right? So you, you know her. I know Chi-Chi. Good for her for getting a second go around. She was I'm good. I'm really excited for Chi-Chi. I'm excited for her. I wanted to see more of her. Um, what do you think about her outfit in this promo picture? Basic. Okay. All right. Prom dress. Very prom dress. Mm-hmm. Mother of the bride. <laughs> <laughs> I like her hair though. It's like it's, yeah, it's it, interesting. It looks like Polly yeah. Pocket hair, where it's like really like thick and wavy. Well, it looks like taffy. I like it. Mm-hmm. It look, makes me hungry. So um, let's move on to the one to the right, which is Trixie Mattel. Trixie Mattel is from season seven. So do you know who Trixie is? I know who she is, but I didn't watch that season. But okay. I do. I know mostly about her through like kimchi. Okay, gotcha. Um. They photoshopped the hell out of her waist, mm-hmm. I can tell. Mm-hmm. But I love the outfit. It's mm-hmm. great. It's it's very Dolly girl. Parton. It is very Dolly. Very Dolly. Which I really um, like. I saw her like season 
seven picture too, and mm-hmm. I think it's a big improvement over yeah, that. Yeah, definitely, I agree. Yeah, so yes to her. I I'm rooting for Trixie. A lot. Okay, oh, okay, wow. Mm-hmm. Okay, so then we have Milk. Milk is from season five, I think. I don't uh, know much about Milk. Season at all. six, excuse me. Yes, uh, Milk was from season six. Milk was very kind of out of the box drag. Milk did a bearded look before like anyone had done a bearded look mm, on um, Drag Race, and she, like it was there was lots of controversy about it. Um, when one of the runways in season six, um, which she was a part of, was a like a RuPaul runway where you go down looking like one of Ru's like you know perfect looks or whatever, and Milk dressed up as boy Rue in the workroom. So that was very mm. controversial because she didn't dress up like a woman and she had like a bald cap on. She's very out there, very creative, um, but she's like either you love her or you hate her sort of situation. As you can see in this picture, she's wearing a fucking bodysuit, which is very milk. Um, sure. So what are your opinions on milk? Very Xena warrior princess. Ooh, that's I a like very it. good comparison. Mm-hmm. Like Xena like meets Cleopatra mm-hmm. or something. Okay. Love it. Okay. So then let's go down um, to uh, the middle left, Aja, which you know, you know, Aja. she looks like she's scared to death. <laughs> look at that look in her eyes. Yeah. Like, like the flash went off and she's like, oh, yeah, she's scared. I and like the she wig, should though. Be. The wig's good. I like that aspect of it because it reminds me of like those medieval paintings of the halo. Very like, true. The halos and the rays of light coming out of like the sacred people's heads. So I like that aspect. I'm not a nausea fan. Yeah. I know that, God, like, I read this post the other day that was like, stop all the nausea hate. And it's not that I'm, like, hating on her. I would never say anything. Like, there are people who tell these queens to kill themselves, and that's, I'm not going to do that. That's stupid. You don't fucking do that. But, like, I'm not, I'm not a fan. Exactly. Yeah. And you don't have to be a fan. It's fine. Yeah. I don't think that, like, she, her makeup looks great in this picture, but, like, Will Your expectations great? aren't very high. No, mm-hmm. my expectations are not. But I would like to see her do better. Okay, that that's a good twist. Sure. Wow. Um, so now we have Ben de la Creme. Ben de la Creme is from season six. I don't know anything about her. So um, Ben de la Creme is friends with the girl who won season five. Okay. Um, ben de la Creme is a very like campy theater queen, very much a character. Um, people kind of told the judges kind of told her that she wasn't showing any like that she was kind of hiding behind her character that is Ben de la Creme. Ben de la Creme as a is, is a very character queen. Um, and people thought that she was using it as a defense mechanism to like hide behind it. We didn't get to see like the, the man underneath the woman facade. Um, so very theater, very campy. Um, I think Ben looks good. I'm very excited to see Ben. Uh, what do you think of her outfit? Yeah, I think she looks great. She looks kind of like a like a movie star. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's the impression I get. Definitely theater or movie star. Um, then to the right of Ben, we have Morgan McMichaels, or as everyone says, Morgan McMichaels. I don't um, know anything about her. She is from season two. So she is the Tatiana of this season. Um, okay. And huh. she, uh, I I don't remember a lot about Morgan McMichael. She's been working a lot since her season in season two. I don't remember how far she got, but it's one of those queens where I, I don't remember a lot about her. I remember that she was really talented and like season two wasn't in HD. So I haven't seen her looks in HD. No one has. So I'm assuming since she, the last time she was on the show was in season two, that she has a lot of improvement. 
So I'm kind of excited to see what she brings out because I don't really know what to expect. I don't know. Sure, she looks like a, a gilded big bird. She does this. look like a gilded big bird. She like sure, with those sure. feathers and shit. I like yeah. it. Yeah, sure. I recognize her name, but that's it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then on the bottom we have um Thorgy Thor. Yes, I love Thorgy. I, I love her so much. People are reading her for this outfit, and I don't think it's too terrible. I definitely liked her outfit from her season more than this promo pick from All Stars 3. Um, yeah. But I'm excited this to see is... Thorgy because she's like insane and she's very charismatic and she can, you know, she can bring a bunch. It's it's nice kind of having her around without having to deal with Bob. Because I feel like in her season, it was just like the whole narrative was her comparing herself to Bob. So maybe she'll yeah. she'll we'll have less of that and more of just like Thorgy being Thorgy. I feel like this would be a basic outfit if it weren't for the wig. Like, I yeah, feel like yeah, the yeah. wig and the, the makeup, you makes can tell it. she's serious. Mm-hmm. So, like, it doesn't it doesn't make me hate the outfit. Yeah. Yeah, agreed. Um, then we have Shangela. Shangela was on seasons two and three. She was the first queen to ever come back to RuPaul's, All- or to RuPaul's Drag Race, and she came out of a box in season three, and everyone yeah. was like, oh, shit, this shit again. I think Shangela was, like, the first person to get, get eliminated in season two or something and then she made it like halfway in season three um but another one of those things with like morgan mcmichaels where no one's seen shangela in hd because her last season was season three which was like a hundred years ago she's had a lot of time to improve and mature so i'm curious to see what happens with shangela what do you think about her dress her dress is very vegas to me yeah it's very like vegas or like um that a carnival or something yeah oh yeah i get very like carnival from it. And then finally, yeah. we have Kennedy Davenport, who was always compared with like Chi Chi and Devane and Kennedy Davenport were always like compared together because they were always like pageant queens. They weren't on the same season, but they were like fierce competitors during their seasons. And now we have them both in a season together. So I'm pretty excited. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know anything about her either. Yeah, she was like, um, she's a really crazy good dancer, really like high high drag, very, um, very, very fierce competitor uh, with Kennedy Davenport. I really like her her hair and her nails in this look. I think it's really cool. It's very interesting. Very Cleopatra. Very Cleopatra. So there's 10 queens. I don't know. They only announced nine. So I don't know about the 10th queen, whatever. From these nine queens. It's, it's Joe. It's, it's Brinty. It's, it's Kim Barley. Oh, my God, no. Ooh, yikes. Trigger warning, Kim Barley. Ooh, Kim Barley. So out of the little that you know from the queens you don't know and the stuff that you do know from the queens you do and all of these outfits, who are you rooting for to win for All Stars 3? Uh, Trixie and Thorgy, for okay. sure. Um, nice. I think even from this picture, you can tell they're back and they're in it to win it. In it to win it. Um, Asha looks better, but this I don't know what this pose is, honey. I yeah, don't she, know what she it looks is. like. She's she, she didn't she's know what lost. was happening. Yeah, she's like, she's, oh, you took the picture fell, already. She fell through Judy Garland's wardrobe and she's <laughs> lost. I mean, she looks good in it though, but you know, yeah, yeah she, she does good. look lost. I'm I'm mm-hmm. rooting for Trixie. Also, I, I'm a huge Trixie fan. I'm also um, I'm really excited for Thorgy. I'm really excited for Shangela. Um, but I'm I I'm not upset about this cast at all. I'm pretty excited to see all these queens compete. Um, but yeah, so elongated favorite thing, the cast of All-Stars 3 that's been announced. All-Stars sure. 3, RuPaul's Drag Race comes out this winter. They haven't announced an actual date. The rumor, which I don't know if it's a tremor or a tremor, 
is that it'll start airing in January. So we'll stay tuned to that. And when it starts airing, we won't shut the fuck up about it. Um, no, be good. we will keep you updated. We will. For sure. Now, are you, I, I think I asked you this last week, but are you and um, your fella going to watch All Stars 3? Because you told me that, I mean, you went to this drag thing recently in D.C. You said that he has some drag friends, um, but you didn't think that he had seen Ru- RuPaul's Drag Race, which is different. No, he's never seen the show, but he's interested in it. And he's going to watch it with me. I'm, I'm also making him watch Escape to the Country. Oh, oh, he's wow. been he's been curious about seeing some of that, too. So, you know, well, you know, maybe, those will be our maybe new he shows. will start describing drag outfits as light and airy. Light, so light and airy. So light Let's and go airy. have a chin wag. Oh, Lord. So Just that's my favorite thing. Chin wag. Good favorite things. Agreed. Good favorite things all very, around. Very good. And uh, shall we move on to uh, questions? Yes, we have a couple, don't we? We've got a couple. Uh, let's do this email first because it's okay. uh, Halloween related. It is from Kylon. I think either we've got one from Kylon before. I recognize Kylon just from around. Mm-hmm. But um, here it is. Hey, girls, this is Kylon, and I don't really exist anywhere outside of the Internet. I've been an avid listener of the podcast for a hot for Galicia. And even though I totally thought this was a phase, once I started listening, it was all downhill. And now I don't know how to get out of this hole. But honestly, Oof. I really enjoy your and thank you so much for creating the podcast. The day this podcast ceases to exist, so will I. Joe, I hope you're settling well into your new home and won't get hate crime too often. Sam, I hope you're liking middle school and that you'll learn to read really soon. One day. One day. One day, Kylon. I thought I might ask a fun question for this haunting season. If you were Frankenstein's monster, what parts would go into creating you? My body would basically be an animated potato sack filled with chocolate peanut butter cups and tortilla chips. But I'd want beautifully smooth arms and legs attached to my torso so I can still look kind of sexy. Can't wait <laughs> to hear your answers. All my love, kisses, and money, Kylon. I'm just like imagining a really fucked up version of Mr. Potato Head as Kylon. For you or for the for that description? For Kylon, for for themselves. Yeah, um, Mr. Potato Head kind of has sexy arms, right? Mm, I think you could talk to your <laughs> therapist about that. Yeah, like I could get on board with those like, arms. I don't know, I'd fuck anything that moves. I mean, sure if Potato hell. doesn't move, but I could pretend it's moving. His ass flap opens up. You know he's clean and ready. She, Yeah, she is ready, but I don't know. It's she like throwing a hot dog down a hallway with her. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's mm-hmm. true. So uh, do, you, do you have anything specifically that would describe yourself as Frankenstein's monster? I think you could probably glue a giant beach ball on top of a broom, and that would be... <laughs> That would basically be my body type. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So uh, that just shoot some electricity through that shit, wake it up, give it a heart. Mm-hmm. Not even a heart, you know, mm-hmm. just a just a fragment of just that earwax that came out of your ear mm-hmm. will be enough to get it going. Mm-hmm. And, you know, wake me up, honey. <laughs> Is there anything specifically, <laughs> anything special that would be that would have to be attached to you to give you the Joseph Birdsong personality? Oh, see, if it were this were a few years ago, I'd say like a bottle of Boone's Farm, but mm-hmm. I don't do that anymore. Yeah. Um, probably like Brenty. Oh, God. You would have to put Brenty inside of the inside of the inflatable <laughs> beach ball. Uh, and you could you would have to to wake it up. You would play like K-pop. Oh, yeah. Oh, to bring me go. to life. Yeah. And like, then just I like would... drop you in the middle of a salt circle and play like. Exactly. Yeah. I would start like moving, sweeping, kind of like those brooms on like Fantasia. Oh, yeah. That's literally you. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It'd be like an inverse Cinderella straight from hell. <laughs> 
Yeah, basically, basically. Well, that's How about good. you? What would your body be made out of? So I think my body would be a a big gallon size Tupperware, like one of those like Tupperware that you like store things in. Um, like don't in your you closet store or... any things in all Tupperware? Well, I mean, like when I, I'm not talking about like kitchen Tupperware. I'm talking about the, oh. like, the big, the big. Oh, you're like, talking about like, like yeah, storage like containers. The, a storage container. Sure. I'd be a plastic storage container filled to the brim with Panda Express orange chicken, and then mm. on top of it, it would just be um computer parts from like 1994, and it would they would be overheating. And, yeah. and then yeah, it would be, sure. then my, my arms would just be a bunch of um, expired credit cards just stapled together. Oh, no. And then, um, <laughs> I guess that's it. I don't even know what my head would be. My, a rice cooker? I don't yes, know how yes. you haven't My head would be that. a rice cooker with overcooked rice, probably. I think, and the whole thing would be powered by a raspberry pie. <laughs> That's like ripping videos from the internet. As yeah, you literally. Speak. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And all it, I'm your... just overheating all the time. <laughs> yeah, that's literally me. That sounds like the worst fucking like DIY project anyone could. At least the at least the orange chicken would stay warm though. Yeah, that's true. That's all true. The overheating With the... old computer components and the rice cooker and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'd sure. probably I'd probably put a dent in your electric bill, but you know, at least I'd be alive. That's true. That's, That's sad. True. <laughs> That's sad. Is Good that question, what, so what would Wait, what would wake you up? Oh, I don't know. I feel like I Oh, what would it Oh, I don't know. Is there like an audible sound? It would be the show's theme song. That would wake oh, me up from a dead be. sleep. <laughs> it would just wake me up in a panic. It'd be like, oh God. Is the, the podcast jazzy. published yet? Oh, oh God. no, did I do it right? Did I do it? <laughs> literally. Literally. Yes, I'm shoveling Pan Express in my mouth. Oh, oh, my laugh is so sad. Oh, well, good question, Kalon. Good question. Gives us lots to think about over uh, Luther Lots love. to talk about in therapy. Um, I'm going to propose we save this one for next week. I feel like it's a good idea. We're running short on time. I feel like that's a good and idea. I, yeah, I want to spend time on it, too. It's about it's about teachers. And oh, yeah. Yeah, really good question. And, uh, that'd be good to talk about. That'd be good. A good thinker. Good thinker. Uh, well, thank you guys for all the questions. We always say we do need more. Uh, we like to stockpile them, and we've got a few. But, yes, we always want more. Mm-hmm. Uh, we tell you in the outro how you can send them to us for you Patreon page. There will be a bonus episode this weekend. Uh, And for everybody else, we will see you guys next week. Yep, sounds good. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Thanks for listening to the show. Subscribe to us on iTunes or via SoundCloud at the show, samandjoe.com. You can also support and help keep this podcast going by checking out our Patreon page, patreon.com slash the show, Sam and Joe. Patrons also gain access to exclusive content like bonus audio clips, music downloads, handwritten letters from Sam and me, or the opportunity to get interviewed in an episode of the show. We also have merch available. If you want a cup of fresh air mug, how to train your brain shirt, and more, visit our Spreadshirt at spreadshirt.com 
slash the show Sam and Joe. Also, you can text us or call us and leave us a voicemail with your questions or comments, or hit us up on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash the show Sam and Joe. And if we like what we hear, we may play your message in a future show. That number is 516-500-SHOW or 516-500-7469. We also want to give a big personal thanks to the podcast patrons who have donated $5 or more. Thank you to Alex P. Alexander B. Allison B. Austin B. Ben B. David M. Devin D. Dylan M. Eric H. Feliciano D. Henrich B. Jack C. Jazza. Jonathan S. Joshua L. Julian S. Justin. Kevin V. Kylon C. Martin M. Nick I. Pablo F. Rebecca D. Zachary H. Vincent L. And Zachy. As usual, thanks to all our listeners, and we'll see you next week on... The The Show. Show!